What's up, gang? How you guys doing? It is Lieutenant Sound Blue here. I'm jumping on real quick. You know, I'm on my way to job number three. I got up this morning, right? And, uh, you know, still uh, waiting on a word of my truck. So, um, didn't want to keep borrowing my wife's car. So, I took a break from uh, job number two, you know, running med, doing med runs. So, uh, I did a lot of work around the house, man. Did a lot of work around the house. Kind of really, really hot outside today. Uh, almost 90, right? It's currently it's about almost 7 o'clock, and it is uh, still 86 degrees out, man. But um, I'm going at it, and uh, I tell you what. Getting out there, working in the heat, the sun, uh, it is draining and exhausting. I don't know whether you guys, you know, in this day and age, not too many people do it, but I don't know whether you guys are out there doing some manual labor um, as a way to make a living. And if you do, God bless you, man, because today is a scorcher. That's for sure. So um, driving to job number three, and uh, I was just thinking that uh, maybe I should give you guys a little taste of the podcast before I get to work, you know, talk it up, see what you guys are thinking about, seeing what's going on with you guys, and and just finding out the uh, the vibe, the temperature of everything that is going on these this day and age, man. It is so much going on in life, you know, with uh, people and racial stuff that's going on, and and all type of ridiculousness where. Um, I'm thinking a lot of people are trying to escape and detach, right, from uh, life, from what's going on. And because it gets crazy, you know, and because it gets crazy, a lot of people, that is their thing, man. Their thing is just getting away from reality. I'm here to tell you, you can't escape reality. You can, you can, you know, mentally and emotionally detach yourself from reality, but you can't escape from reality. So when, in, when people turn to, like, just recently in New Jersey, right, they, they made marijuana legal, right, but recreational marijuana legal. And then they passed a law saying that law enforcement officers, when they're off duty, they can partake in marijuana as well, right? And so when the government is telling you, right, that it is okay for you to smoke marijuana to escape reality the same way they did it with you know, alcohol, and, and they'll they'll do it with the premise of, well, there are people who are going to do it anyway, so to avoid people doing it illegally, uh, let's just make it um, legal, and all they want to do is monetize it, number one. But number two, bigger than the picture of monetization for marijuana, it is the picture of <clears throat> it is it is the picture of them telling you that uh 
I got to turn around, guys. It is the picture of them telling you that it is okay for you to escape life, for you to escape reality. So that if they can go on doing whatever it is that they do, you know. And, and you, as the individual, you are um, pretty much just, you're out of the way, you know. Uh, when you escape, when you're escaping reality, basically all it means is that you are out of the way, right? Um, you are out of the way of making the life that you want, right? Because maybe you making the life that you want interferes with them making the life that you want, that they want off of you. You know, I don't know whether you guys understand that or not, but... When you are not participating in reality, people use you as a tool for their benefit, right? They use you as a tool for their growth. They use you as a stepping stone. They just stack you guys one on top of the other and stand on top of you to get over the obstacles that hinder them and hold them up, right? They just use you as an additional resource that's what you become when you escape reality so when you res escape reality it is for you it is you turning yourself into a tool to be used by somebody else man so um, I'm telling you guys right here right now um, you cannot should not go through life constantly trying to escape reality you know, so so it, it, it has to do with marijuana, right? Not just marijuana, not just alcohol, not just heroin. You know, all these things have been on a rise. And, and I think they really, really skyrocketed during the two years of COVID where people were just at home and uh, they believed that they were helpless. They believed that they were helpless and they believed that they had no skills that could be promoted outside of the nine to five job that they were being used for for the past 10, 20, I don't know, 30, 40 years, depending on how long you've been doing your nine to five. It doesn't matter. Either way, when you're doing a nine to five, man, all you're doing is you're being used, right? And, and I'm not saying it's nothing wrong with it. It's, it's you're contracting out your time for money, right? And when you contract out your time for money, you also, you also should be making sure that you're getting something out of the deal other than money, right? Now, when I was in law enforcement, and I went into law enforcement under the realms of, I wanna protect people, I wanna help people, I wanna protect the innocent, right? Listen. Law enforcement ain't got shit to do with none of that, right? They don't have shit to do with protecting the innocent. Uh, what law enforcement has to do with is making sure that the people in power stay in power. That's what law enforcement is, right? They have a set of norms, morals, or whatever, that they need everybody to comply with, right? in order for them to stay in power. So, they create a system of law enforcement so that 
people can be controlled to the level of allowing them to do what they want to do when they want to do it, right? Um, one of the crazy things that I heard the other day, I mean, I'm new to this for a very long time, was that IRS is a private organization. A private organization with, with more power than the government. Right? Where they could just go in and they can go in your bank account. They can take your money. They could increase your, the interest rates or the amount of money that they want you to pay in taxes. They could, just, they could just go all the way up to the point of where they're getting about 70% of everything that you make. Right? And, and that is just a, a system of power that, that makes sure that you don't rise above what you're allowed to rise above to and I, I think that that is uh that is harsh and cruel uh but it is reality man and so you guys have to begin to understand that this is reality hold on for a minute guys i gotta go get my vest and uh i'll be right back Yeah, the door to my truck is locked. Let's see if I can open it remotely. And uh, then that way I don't have to go in the house. Let me see how it goes. All right. I'm just logging into my GMC app, guys. I probably could have went in the house already. But... We will see if this works here. Here we go. Unlocked it remotely. Gotta get my vest for work, guys. I'll tell you what. much as I hate wearing a vest at work, it is necessary. People are just downright crazy these days. And so, I kind of got to have a vest in order to, uh, not to protect myself, but it's the show of force, the constructive uh, force of having a vest on that makes people think twice about an assault on you or your establishment. So I, uh, I carry myself um, the same way I would as if I was still on the job, tactically, right? I make sure that um, I got my drop holster on and, and I look the part and I stay in shape and I think that's important. But I am still and was for many years part of the system of control. And, and during my 28 years law enforcement, I'm not gonna lie, I did not, I knew it, but I kinda really didn't pay attention to the fact that I was being used as a tool. So because I was being used as a tool, 
I guess so many things get thrown at you when you're working as part of the system of what well, basically oppression, right? And when you're working as part of the system of oppression, so many things happen to you, right? That you don't realize that you are the problem, right? You are the problem. You're, you're actually your own problem. <laughs> you know, you're working in a system uh, to literally oppress yourself. And and that is what I was doing. I was working, basically working in a system to oppress myself. You know, making sure that the system ran properly so that, uh, that is crazy, right? This is crazy mixed up thought that is going through my mind right now of how the system operates. But, you know, it is what it is, man. It is what it is. But anyway, so today, as I'm driving, I'm, look, I'm going to look at my notes here and, and see what I can talk to you guys about being a... I am now officially going to be uh, late for uh, job number three. And and so I was thinking about one of the questions that I wrote down for myself, right? And, and that's what I do. I write down questions for myself because I'll tell you what, guys, if you're not constantly self-correcting, then you are losing. If you're not self-correcting, you're losing in life. And so every day you need to be constantly thinking of what did I do and how do I need to handle it, right? How do I need to handle this today? What did I do wrong? How do I need to make this right? What am I doing here? How do I need to make that right? And, and over and over again, you need to constantly keep going to the well of improvement. And the reason why you need to constantly go to the well of improvement is because you are constantly being hit but with a barrage of programming that stops you from improving but literally um, tries to dumb you down. It tries to dumb you down. As I was saying before, uh, you begin to get used as someone else's tool for someone else's advancement, right? A tool for somebody else's advancement. And when you're a tool for somebody else's advancement, what you want out of life and what you desire out of life, it becomes irrelevant because you're never going to be working toward it because you're going to be so caught up in pushing forward someone else's success agenda. And I'm just trying to get you guys to tap into your own source of power. To use all of your energies and effort and time to make improvements in your own life, man. I think this is, this is key. This is key shit here, <laughs> right? This is key shit here for good life, man. You got to be working on your own personal development. You got to be. Because if you don't, man, if you don't, you will easily get caught up in so many other things that have nothing to do with you moving forward in life. Nothing to do with you giving value to other people. Now, you guys always hear me talk about giving value, right? You always talk about me giving value. Well, when you're giving value to people, it takes a lot of effort. 
It takes a lot of effort. Um, not always when you're giving value does it go super smooth or super comfortable, right? You know, some people just don't take compliments well. Some people just don't take advice well. Some people just don't um, take help well. So sometimes, you know, you're trying to give value to people you love and people you care for, and they're fighting you all the way, right? They're fighting you all the way, and it makes life very, very frustrating and very, very uncomfortable. I think the part that in life that is uncomfortable is the best part. That is the juicy part, as I like to say, because it allows you growth. It allows you growth. And so my question of the day for you guys is this one that I wrote down um, uh, about a week ago. And it is, are you addicted to comfort? Right? And you have to think about that in everything that you do. Now, the only way you're going to know whether you're addicted to comfort or not is if you are paying attention to what you are doing each and every day. Right? What are you doing when you wake up? Right. And and here's the deal, guys. Do not. Right. Please do not try to do it all based on your memory of what you recall and what you're thinking about. Don't try to do it. It's your 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 mind is already addicted to comfort because your mind doesn't like to work hard. Right. So if you leave a task as important as this one to your mind. Your mind is going to find a very easy way to tell you that it's okay. You're okay. We're good here. Uh, Nothing to worry about. Nothing to look. Don't look over here. We're all right. Okay. Everything is good. That's what your mind's going to tell you. And the reason why your mind's going to tell you that is because your mind doesn't want to work on trying to figure out whether you're being programmed to be comfortable or not. And your mind doesn't want to know that shit. All your mind wants to know is that, okay, we got all the basics going, right? Got a beating heart, lungs working, blood circulating. All right, we're good here, right? We don't need to do nothing else. We don't need any extra effort, right? That is what your brain is thinking. All this extra effort for us is unnecessary. And so um, don't leave this to your brain to try to figure out in your head. You got to write it down, man. You got to write it down. You got to write down what you're doing, right? What time of day did you get up, right? When did you get up, right? Do you get up uh, to an alarm? Do you get up, you know, um, I don't know, uh, anytime you want, you know, slow play at 10 o'clock, 11 o'clock. When do you get up? What's going on, right? Um, you know, I might, might, might daughters for for a long time they weren't coming out their rooms till like noon and i would tell them i said listen the day is almost over right and they would spend a lot of their times watching videos netflix and and tv and, and stuff on their phone and so all of those things were like almost like comfort food to them right it was comfort food to their brain because it didn't take hard work for them to uh, do any of that. And uh, I began to fall into the phone habit myself. 
but I did not realize I was in that habit until I started to write it down, right? I, I, I started journaling in the morning, right? And after I wrote by my great gratitude and everything else, I kind of wrote what I dreamed about and what I was doing. What did I do? How did I do it? How was my day set up? Did I tackle these things? And not in a to-do list, right? To-do lists are, are pointless, right? Because you can write just about anything on a to-do list. To-do lists are pointless. I am talking about um, writing down what I'm doing on a regular basis as a habit. And seeing if that habit needed corrections, right? So my habits really, really needed corrections. So I began paying attention to things that were stopping me from moving ahead because they allowed me to be comfortable, right? And things that allow you to be comfortable are always things that stop you from moving ahead. If you're in a comfort zone, you're not growing. If you're in a comfort zone, believe it or not, you're comfortable for that brief moment until you're losing. And once you're losing, right, now your body's going to start to work. It's going to start to get uncomfortable so it can get you back to the comfort zone. But you're never going to move ahead. And, and that's what I want you guys to understand. Now, a lot of times when you guys think you're moving ahead, what has happened is you, you're falling behind. You're falling behind in whatever you had to do. And because you've fallen behind, now you're working to get back to your status quo. And status quo is not going to do it for a good life, right? It's not going to do it for a good life. Status quo is going to keep you right where you're at, guys, or below. And right where What's up, gang? So I'm still I'm in the movies. I'm at work now, so <clears throat> I'm uh, walking around. And right before I really got into what I was talking about, my podcast about being comfortable, I get a phone call. Get a phone call. You know, just uh, my wife telling me odds and ends stuff, whatever's going on, and and you know, people may ask me, well. Why don't you just put your phone on silent and put it on block or, or whatever? But, you know, life is too short for that shit, right? I mean, I went through a time where I was hyper-focused and, and the only important thing in my life was my goal, right? And so my goal was my main purpose. And uh, I didn't allow anything else to disrupt my main purpose, which was my goal. So... At the end of the day, when I finally reached my goal, I wasn't as happy as I should be. And I realized that reaching your goal or getting to a certain destination in life is not where the joy lies. The joy lies in the journey, how you're getting there and what you're doing to get there. So if you're going through life and you're hyper-focused on your journey, then it's probably... You're probably missing out on a lot of 
of the subtle nuances of happening. So don't mind all of the yelling. We're in the movies. So this is what's going on. <laughs> no, they think I'm joking, though. Don't follow us. That's just that. <laughs> uh, or maybe not having a good time. Who knows? Yeah, I guess you guys have to work fast then. So, okay. No. You said okay? Yeah, I said okay. Yeah. Oh, man. No. But anyway. So, the point I was making is as I was uh, interrupted shortly because of all the yelling and screaming with staff members. But my point being is that you miss a lot of the subtle nuances when it comes to your goals, your journey. <laughs> All right. And it is, guys, the subtle nuances that bring the most joy to your life in the end. All right, it's, it's everything that you've been through, everything that you've done. And then you compare it to, to life, you know, and you can go back and think about all the memories and all the things that you've done and stuff that you experienced and how you doing. And you can get some really, really uh, awesome joy out of looking back at the journey, man. You know, so uh, that's what I'm doing most of the time in my life now. I'm looking back at my journey. Right, the things that I've done and what I've experienced and and a lot of times I'm looking back at the mistakes I made. Not because um, I'm living in regret of mistakes that I made. No. I'm looking back at mistakes that I made now so that I can um help people not to make the same mistakes. You know, I, I don't I don't live in regret no more for things that I've done that now I see that I shouldn't have done. I don't live in regret for that no more. That is pointless in life. Right? It serves no purpose to to live in regret. Because <clears throat> basically living in regret all it does is it keeps you locked into this spinning cycle of you believing that you've lost. Right? And and you believing that you lost is is a thought of scarcity. Make a left right there. It's four and then three. Yeah. Yeah. So anyway, as you guys hear me talking about work, giving some slight instructions in the movies, you know, totally and completely not my job, but you know, I do it anyway because in life, man. In life, if you can't be helpful, then what can you be, right? So, I try to make it a point of being as helpful as possible to as many people as possible in life, despite the fact of whether it's my job or not my job. But anyway, guys, I go on and on and on, but I'm, I'm going to get more focused on what I'm doing here at work. I'm doing some walking around, and, and I'll probably get interrupted a lot. So, instead of getting interrupted a lot, and uh, you guys missing the the whole point of my message, which is uh, don't be addicted to comfort. I'm going to wrap it up here. I'm going to wrap it up here today and tell you guys to make sure you check me out on LieutenantSalBlue.com. Pick up a copy of my book, Top 25 Mistakes and Rocks for Good Life. When you go over there, it'll be an autographed copy. And uh, when you get an autographed copy of my book, 
I'm just asking you guys to pay the shipping, right? Uh, once you pay the shipping, also on my book is an order from on my website is an order from Bump, where you can get my audio book, where you can download 28 years of experience into your brain in about nine hours, man. I think that's pretty awesome. To gain that experience anywhere is super awesome. So uh, head on over to LieutenantSalBlue.com and pick up your copy today. That's my advertisement for my book. <laughs> but anyway, guys, also, um, give me a shout out on social media. Instagram, Facebook, TikTok, Snapchat. And let me know what topics you guys want me to talk about on my daily podcast, all right? Um, until then, I will talk to you guys tomorrow. This is Lieutenant Sal Blue signing off. Deuces.